Hello, my friends, and welcome back for this week's episode of the Perkyavos podcast. This is Rabbi Shlomo Kohn. I hope you are well. For this week, we're continuing with Perak Bey's Mishnah Tes Zion, Chapter 2, Mishnah 16. And before we begin, as always, if you have any questions, comments, or just would like to reach out to say hello, to introduce yourself, please feel free to send me an email at rabbishlomokon, K-O-H-N, at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. So the Mishnah begins, Rabbi Yeshua Oimer, Rabbi Yeshua says, Ayin hara, uh, an evil eye, hara, an evil in inclination, v'sinas habrios, and hatred of other people, motzien adam in ha'olam. They remove a person from the world. So the Mishnah, Rabbi Shua, is giving us an insight. Three points. He says, number one, ayin hara. I'll we'll discuss what that means. Evil eye. The yetzahara, the evil inclination. The sinas habrios, and hatred of other people. Motzien adam min olam. They remove a person from the world. Now, before we get into this, it's important to, to note here that the Mishnah doesn't say that they cause a person, you know, what does it say that these things do to a person? It doesn't say it makes them, you know, uh, into a bad person. It doesn't say it makes them, you know, do a certain thing. It says, They remove a person from the world. And we'll have to discuss what that means, meaning on a, on a simple level, it's the explanation is, is that motzien asa adam in olam is that it makes a person crazy, that it, it could actually remove a person from this world. And we'll discuss a little bit later how it could even possibly remove a person from the next world as well. So what are these three traits that we need to stay away from, which if left unchecked can cause a person to totally go crazy. And the Mishnah, the Mishnah says as follows. So Ayin Hara, which is an evil eye. And the commentaries explain that the evil eye is on a on a simple understanding, is being is jealousy. They understand it as being jealous of another. That when we're jealous of someone else, we look at some what someone else has, and we desire that. We want what they have to be our own. We view people's successes that it should be our success. Their objects should be ours. And we're constantly striving for what other people have. It can make us absolutely crazy. And actually, a person who's constantly looking at what others has will never be a happy person. You know, a lot of times you meet people and they say they're not happy. and and if you get to the bottom end of a lot of time, it's not because they're unhappy. It's because they're looking at other people to sort of set the, the level of their happiness. Meaning they're looking at what other people have and their lives and how they're living. And they sort of compare themselves up to that. And it's not, it's all the things what they're missing in their lives. But if this person would look at all the things they have, all the good in their life, all the positive aspects 
all the diff, all the good things that have gone their way. So then that creates a certain self of satisfaction, a certain self of having what you need, of not wanting to look at others. And a person is a better chance they'll be happy. And truthfully, that's really the answer to things. When it comes to happiness, we are in control of our happiness. You know, everyone's looking for the key to be happy. We look at, this is probably one of the biggest questions, one of the biggest desires of people out there. Everyone just wants to be happy. Seems like the whole world can't find it. No one can find it. How do we be happy? No one knows. Really, the answer, the answer to this question is that it lies within each and every one of us. We, we have the ability to make ourselves happy. No, it's not through external drugs. That's not how we make ourselves happy. It's when we focus on all the good things that we have in our lives and all the good things that are going our way and the things that have gone right, and what we have, that creates a certain sense of gratitude, certain sense of, of happiness that we have what we need. So instead of focusing on what we're missing, we should focus on what we Hashem has given us, all the good as Hashem has given us. And when we do that, we'll be happier people and be on a happier plane. A second understanding of Ayin Hara, just get a little deeper of it, is that we know people talk about Ayin Hara, the evil eye. What is Ayin Hara? You know, sometimes people will say, you know, I don't want you to take pictures of my my grandchildren. and They don't want to talk about certain things. It's, uh, forget the word again. It's this, uh, they don't want to say, they don't want to have a Ayin Hara. They don't have an evil eye on them. So what does this mean, this evil eye? What is evil eye? Is this some type of force in nature which Hashem put into the world? And Rabbi Dessler explains that 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 um, ayin hara, evil eye, is not necessarily a a force that's in the world. I mean, there are opinions that say that's what yitzhara is. It's a, some type of damaging spiritual force that Hashem put into the world. But Rabbi Dessler explains that this concept of evil eye it really works a little differently. He says when when a person you know has something good. That means Hashem has determined that they should have it. You know, to have a fancy car, to have, you know, a nice house. If Hashem wouldn't decree that this person should have that in his possession, it just wouldn't go, wouldn't wouldn't work. So if that's the case, a person obviously deserved what he has or deserves. But when a person looks at another, with a certain eye of desiring what someone else has in a certain uh, in a certain way, so it sort of causes the books to be open on this individual upstairs, right? A person says, "Okay, this guy is showing off his wealth in a certain way, and I see other people are desiring, other people are jealous of him. So let me look back at the books and see if he's deserving of this special gift." and who wants to go through an audit, right? We all know know that the last thing we ever want from the IRS is an audit. Even if our books are in order and we have everything, you know, all our T's crossed and our I's dotted, no one wants to deal with it because they could just find anything. And similarly, you know, to make a little separation in the heaven upstairs, you know, we are all under the the benevolence of Hashem. A lot of the, all the goodness that we have, it's because of Hashem's graces, God's graces. And who wants to go through a, a spiritual audit 
for the things that we have. So when we look at people in a jealous way, it causes, you know, maybe a reawakening to the good things that we have and we could possibly be judged on it again. So now you might think to yourself, okay, so what, anytime anybody else looks at me so it can cause um, the books to be open on me, how's that fear? And really the answer to that is that if we live our lives in a normal way that the rest of society, you know, we, we act in accordance with, with society and the way that our community is, and we don't flaunt what we have. We don't put it into people's faces. We're sensitive to others, right? We won't show pictures of our grandchildren to people who don't have grandchildren yet, right? We won't put in people's faces the blessings that Hashem has. Obviously, you don't have to go crazy, right? You, you could be normal. You could you could tell people about the goodness that we have. or That's how we, we could share about the, the good things that Hashem has given us. But we should be careful not to act in a way that we're flaunting and putting things in the in, in the faces of others in a way that makes people feel jealous. Because that's when we become susceptible to the evil eye, to the to the ayin hara. It's just something we should keep in mind. This is a little bit of an understanding what this concept of ayin hara is and how it works. The Mishnah continues with Yetzir hara. The second thing which drives a person from this world Right, makes a person totally crazy is the Yetzirah, evil inclination. So we understand, number one, how jealousy makes a person nuts, right? Because people live their lives because of jealousy, because of the Joneses, keeping up with the Joneses, right? Or keeping up with the Cones. But the the on on the the second point in the Mishnah of Yetzirah, when it says Yetzirah, that the evil inclination also drives a person from this world on some commentaries refer to it as a desire for lust, the immoral desires. And also, just the, a basic understanding, the, the, the Talmud tells us that a person who wants to control his lustful desires, he should starve those desires, but that a person should not give in to his temptations. And when you starve, you know, you, you starve those desires. You don't give in to those desires so you feel satiated. But if a person gives, feeds the feeds that addiction, so then it's never going to be satiated. Similarly, the, the commentaries tell us a, a parable to help us understand this phenomenon. That the Yitzharah, the modus operandi of the Yitzharah, the evil inclination, is to get you to sin. And many times, they'll, you know, start off, it'll start off very, very small in order to entrap you in its clutches. An example is given is that, you know, somebody wanted, you know, two neighbors and one neighbor wanted to buy the other neighbor's house. And he, he just didn't want to, uh, he wasn't interested. So finally, he just, this guy was relenting, not relenting, not relenting. He said, okay, I'll just sell me a tiny little space on your wall. So, okay, fine. If he's going to stop bothering me, I'll give you the space for a screw on my wall. So they're fine. He hangs up, he knocks a screw into the house and the guy stops bothering him. A week later, he comes, he says, okay, I have the space for the screw. I want to hang a bag on my screw in your house, which is my, it's my screw. It's my space. Let me hang the bag there. So he's, he goes inside, he hangs the bag up. And after a few days, the bag starts to smell and smell. And he looks and he sees that it's filled with fish. And the fish is sticking up the whole house. And slowly but surely, there's nothing he can do. He says, take your bag out of here. He says, you 
it's my it's my screw. It's my space. You can't tell me to move. It's mine. So it comes to a certain point where this guy has to move out of his house just to not deal with the stench that's emanating from that bag. And the the moral of the story is is that you know the Yitzhara is constantly harassing us to get inside, and many times. The way he, he he tries to get in is by asking for the space of a screw. Just a little bit of space. But once he's in, you know, he's he's in. And he tries to expand his his roots. That really helps understand in the Mishnah why it says Yitzhahara, the evil inclination, because that's the the modus operandi, the way the Yitzhahara works, the evil inclination works, is to try to get us to sin at no at all costs. So when we when we let him in, he just expands. And that's why he's moitin as Adam and Oilam, because the, the ultimate goal of the Yitzhah is to get us to a point where we're going to drive us from this world, that we should lose our world to come. And that's what the that's the explanation in the Mishnah. The final point of this Mishnah is sinas habrios, that hatred of other people, drive a person from this world. That when people hate other people, it causes their their bones to rot, cause people abs- to go absolutely crazy. Hatred. You know, I'm sure we've all experienced different situations. We had disagreements with others. Hopefully, we we work them out. But we know the feeling that when someone you're in an argument with it with walks into the room, you feel a certain stress. You certain you feel a certain anxiety, even if you're not talking to that person. Right, because there's a certain tension between you and the individual. That's sinas habrios motinas adam olam. That when you have hatred for other people, it can cause you to also go absolutely crazy. That you know, you you, you hear these stories sometimes of of road rage, right? And sometimes it's a little hard to understand just because someone else cuts off another person, they go shoot them. Like it doesn't make any sense. The answer to that is that when people get angry and they have this hatred. It goes unchecked. It could it could cause a person to do anything, cause a person to go off the rails. And um, this is something to keep in mind. You know, I think the the I guess the common thread between these three points is that if we let any small amount of these three ideas or three traits fester inside of us. And we don't push back against it to try to rid ourselves of this. So then it, we will end up with motzi and as adam and It'll end up driving us out of this world. Either it'll make us crazy, according to some commentaries, it could cause a person to die, their neshama to leave them. And according to others, it can cause us to lose our world to come. If we don't get our desires of jealousy under control and our desires for lust and our, you know, this any bad feelings we have to other people. We don't get a handle of it. So then the feelings just grow and grow and grow until it makes us crazy to a point that we're not able to function properly. And God forbid it could lead a person to to, to lose their world to come, the worst of all outcomes. And just something we need to keep in mind that we shouldn't even leave that small space of a screw in our heart for these things. To push it out, to work, to focus on what we have right to try to you know be careful what goes into our mind to not let the yitzhahara 
have a space to dwell, to be careful what goes in, and to work on caring and loving one another to try to make amends in situation. If we're angry at somebody, we, we have a situation, we try to fix it up, try to make it better, at least get it to a point where, you, where a person doesn't feel hatred to another person. So with that, I'm going to finish for today's podcast. Hope you all enjoyed. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to reach out, please feel free to send me an email at rabbishlamokon, K-O-H-N, at gmail.com. Have a great day.